We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Big So Joe Show! Yo, yo, Think So Joe. And Nick Landers is here. What's going on? I don't know what's up with my microphone. I sound like really, really distant. We're very close. I don't know, man. It's... <laughs> I, I have no idea what's going on. That's you, man. I don't know anything yeah, about that shit. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll swap microphones in between. <laughs> I don't could, know where I don't really know. That could work. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go along. Sounds good. I did that last week. I decided to, you, you listened, you know, I had to, I had to swap mic. Karina's mic. Yep. <laughs> so I was having trouble with this mic yesterday. Well, it was this mic I was having trouble with yesterday. I'm like, let me swap out mics. And then I swapped them. And it's like, okay, this one sounds great. And now that we sit down to do the show, it doesn't sound great. Is it the mic or the cable? I could believe it be it, the cable. I believe it's the mic, but it could be the cable. I don't hmm. know. We're going to. We'll find out during a song break, I'm sure. <laughs> right we'll, we'll, we'll deal with this for now. I should probably pull up the Twitter so we can hear Lady Laura Moore talk about how great I sound when I don't sound perfect. So <laughs> It doesn't sound bad in my headphones. I don't know. Uh, it just sounds distant to me, so I, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go. Think so, Joe Show, if you want to twi- tweet us. I don't have Twitter. Yeah, I, I went to tag you, and I realized that you do not have Twitter. It's too much. I can't can't keep up with it. It doesn't... I don't know. I got 20 notifications. I, I literally, I don't think, have been on since last week. So. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> They're all her. It is, yeah. Think so. Joe's show's been moved to Sunday live at 3 p.m. So, no, that would uh, mess up my iconic show intro. <laughs> As alluded to on this week's Nick and Dan show, you and I were just talking about this right before we went on the air. <laughs> oh, Nick and Dan. Doing this Think So Joe show with the uh, host of the Nick and Dan, or the star of the Nick and Dan show. Yes, the star of the Nick and Dan show. You're absolutely <laughs> right. She said, the show is now five hours and Joe can't have co-hosts or guests. Only one song break and must have weather updates from Mexico City. I told her that would mess up my work schedule. And she said, oh, well, I guess the show is canceled. But uh, we're here and I, I've got JT from uh, Board Wrestling Fan defending me. He says, unlike her movies, people actually listen to my programs. Bada bing! Man, I mean, that's some clever banter, I suppose. Yeah, it's just all back and forth with them. And now she says, I hope you have an awful show like normal. I would listen and complain, but I got meetings starting at 830 tomorrow and your painful show starts at midnight. I hope you fail. Well, I'm here, so odds are strong in that favor. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Laura. Every week, man, every week at six o'clock, beginning soon at Think So Joe Show on all WNY radio. What's up with that, Scott? I know, man. Put the, Give them like a half hour heads up or something, at least. I mean. Well, you said you forgot to promote anyways, too. I did. I forgot to do the 5 p.m. Uh, 5 p.m. post. Yeah, we were too busy chit-chatting. Well, you know, I usually do it all at once. And today right. I, I was like, okay, you know, I'll just do it when I get up. And then I completely forgot when I got up because I'm like, I got to jump in the booth and I got to record all these long ass, uh, you know, uh, YouTube videos. Yeah. For the, oh, the ones for your channel or for other people? For other people. Oh. I haven't gotten around. I got uh, one more video in the can right now, and I got a, I, I've got two more scripts ready to go. Uh, so, hey, if you search for Think So Joe on YouTube, you can find my channel. 
or if you're following me directly on Twitter, I think so, Joe. I I just today tweeted out the subscribe link. Click sub subscribe. Click that little bell icon. Yeah, right, Joe. Yeah, is that how it goes? Yeah, and <laughs> you follow me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I do so many damn YouTube videos, so it's just like, well, Are it's you, working for them. Do they tag you when you do videos for them? Like, will they tag you so people can find you? Or no? I've got one guy who tags me when I do videos for him. Well, that's unfortunate that only one, considering how many you do. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm I'm in real good with this guy, and he. Uh, well, that's good. You know, he actually just did his uh, 10,000 subscriber giveaway video, uh, and he sent me the script, and he gave me a, pl a place to just plug the uh, voiceover uh, aspect of my gimmick here. That's cool. Um, at the time, I was I didn't have the YouTube channel up and running, so I couldn't plug my own channel. So it was just like, all right, cool. I'll just plug the, you know. TSJVoiceovers.com. If you need me for voiceovers, it'll sound better than I think I sound right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm still kind of learning the whole all social media. Those people are loud outside, man. Um, yeah, as I get off, off thought here. No, like I'm just getting back into doing the YouTube thing. Like I, you know, my own personal channel, I'll share. Like sometimes I'll put like local bands up or if I go see like favorite bands, I'll, you know. I'll record one song on my phone that I want to hear, and obviously the phone goes in my pocket for the rest of the show. But I like to do that just to look back on. I mean, some of them have, like, I did a video of uh, when I went to Blink-182 at Darien Lake. Mm -hmm. I uh, Right at the end of the show, Travis Barker's son got up on stage and played drums with them. Yeah, I remember. And my video, last I checked, I haven't checked my numbers in a while, but it had over 20,000 views. You know, I should probably look at my uh, Blink-182 uh, from that same show. Uh, I've got a friend in England who always, uh, she went and saw them. It was just, uh, it was just the two of them acoustic. Travis wasn't with them. Okay. And so they did like an acoustic set and she sent me uh, them performing, th uh, performing rock show. So I was like, oh, is this a thing now? Is, is like anytime we see Blink-182, we got to send each other that song. So when I saw them at Darien Lake, I... Recorded that, I put it up on YouTube, and I, I tagged her on Facebook in it. And then when I saw them again at Art Park, even though I was kind of getting thrashed around a little bit in the crowd, I was I also shot Rock Show and put it up, I think, on Facebook and tagged her, tag, posted on her wall or something. Yeah, I, I don't know how long ago that was when they were doing those acoustic shows overseas. We might as well be doing this show outside. outside you hear that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I saw recently some acoustic performances by them, um, Matt and and Mark, and they sounded really, really good compared to the ones I remember from at least a year, a year and a half ago. Um, but Travis does not go overseas <laughs> unless he can take a boat because he doesn't fly anymore. Uh, yeah, I, can you blame him? No. Uh, well, I mean, the Darien Lake show, Meredith was here a couple of weeks ago, and she was at that Darien Lake show, too. Yeah. Uh, and and she and I were texting throughout that show that uh, you know Matt Skiba just did not seem to fit in very well uh, oh. at that particular show. Well, when 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 Brian and I saw them again last year at Art Park, he was spot on. Right. I mean, I hate you know, like I hated loving. I mean, I don't know if I love it so much anymore. But when California first came out, I was like, I hate how much I love this because I'm I'm a Tom DeLonge guy. I sure. love, love, love Tom DeLonge and, like, Angels and Airwaves, but, like, I hated how much I loved it. I mean, I think a lot of it had to do with uh, 
John Feldman from Goldfinger producing it. Right. I mean, you know, he just has that feel when he when he records albums. But like when they play the songs off California Live, I thought it sounded so good. But then it's just so weird hearing him sing songs that Tom sang because they're just completely different musicians. Sure. But I mean, seriously, though, like it was night and day between that Darien Lake show and that Art Park show. Just how much he had improved just in that year in doing those Blink-182 songs. And like I was I was thoroughly impressed when I saw him at Art Park. Skeeb is a good musician, man. I mean, yeah. Alkaline Trio is really, really cool. I mean, I I obviously like him doing Alkaline Trio better than Blink, but he's he fits. He fits. I mean, I even saw, like, I think it was an April Fool's joke. I don't know if it was this year or last year that Tom DeLonge was coming back and they were going to be a four-piece. And I was just like, oh, my God, Brian, did you see this? April Fool's, dude. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, dude, twenty two thousand views. Jeez, man, uh, I I gotta go on my channel now. Not much else. I got. I went and saw Hidden in Plain View. I'm sure no listeners know who they are, but they were part of that uh, drive through records back in the early two thousands. That I don't know. I thought was really really awesome. And they played a reunion show after breaking up. And Jess and I went to Philadelphia and saw them. And I put, I I filmed them doing a song. Jess and I were in the front row. And uh, yeah, 4.2k views I see there. Yeah, they had never performed that song live before because they oh wow they broke up before they released their last album. Oh song, okay, so they didn't okay. even they didn't even tour it. I'm 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 curious now as to what my Blink 182. Uh, I got to figure out how to get to my own. I got them doing Los Angeles, 144 views. Bored to Death, 572. Cynical, 354. I think I guess that's all I put up there for them, but. I guess it's not that much considering people get thousands upon thousands upon thousands of views. I've got 16 views on my Blink-182. I've got 77 views on my next one of me remove, uh, teaching people how to remove concert wristbands. And 154 views on XM Priory with uh, A2J doing California Love at XM Priory's first show. XM Priory, baby. <laughs> I think that might be no my one of my most viewed is uh, removing wristbands though that's pretty funny that that has more than Blink One Eight Two. Lost Elysium away at Hard Rock Cafe, two hundred twenty-two views. That might be my I was highest. There. I was at that. Show. Yes, you were. You were. You were sitting with me. You uh, and we Meredith. Were, we were at the table together. Two hundred twenty-eight views. Uh, Andrew J. Reimer's doing a, Mer a Merle Haggard cover on uh, the show that previously occupied this time slot. You recognize that uh, basement there, I'm sure. No, I never was in the basement. Oh, you, no, you were I, you were upstairs. Yeah, I was in an attic. Okay, all right. I don't. I was in an attic when you interviewed me in uh, Moments End. Okay, yeah, the, the attic's in here somewhere too. Yeah, there is Queen City Catastrophe was in the attic when we shot that one. <laughs> yeah, look at my I, my personal YouTube channel, not my. Okay, the most video, the most views. Uh, well, Buffalo Sabers playoff intro that was uh, with the Google Goo Dolls, and. Uh, I, I didn't I, I didn't say Google anyway. <laughs> uh, and then like um uh think so brain video, probably the one where I bumped my head on the disco ball. <laughs> no, but uh speaking of Sabres videos, I was just gonna give a quick uh shout out real quick. Uh my sister, she uh she just got some on NewYorkHockeyOnline.com. I was they reading did, that article this they, morning because I saw your wife shared it. Yeah, they did. And I was like, oh, that I, like that's pretty cool, you know. Like I, I didn't realize that, that all all that she did for uh, the for the Sabres pre in game presentation, everything but hockey. 
That that's really cool. Yeah, she's she's worked her way up there, man. It's pretty- so so like they they go out of their way in the EA Sports uh, NHL game to kind of give you that full uh, kind of experience of at least watching it on TV. So like, does she see that and see like any of her work kind of? Uh, replicated in that at all? I, I I don't think that it's highly accurate as far as the I Sabres presentation I, goes. I've, I've never asked her. I'm not certain, but she travels. Like, the Sabres will send her to places to see how other people do things. Sure. Just to kind of gauge how they want to do something similar but different. And, uh, like, she's gone to Jersey. She's gone to Florida. She's gone to Barclays. She's gone to MSG. She's gone all over the place, man. But she, she's worked her way up. She was she interned when she was in college. Yeah, that I was. Yeah. it's all in the article. That's yeah. uh, that's that's incredible. That's really cool. I yeah. I didn't know all she did for the Sabers. So that's she. she uh, that's really awesome. She busts her ass for them, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. But back to what you were talking sure. about earlier about you know you take a video, you put your phone in your pocket. Yeah. I wish more people would do that. To be perfectly honest, because like how many times have you been at a show and you're like you're towards the back. And you're watching the show through somebody else's cell phone. It's annoying. I hate that. But and now, see, for me, when I go to when when I'm putting on a show, I am I have a camera out for at least two songs for each band. Yeah. Because I'm doing the Facebook Live, and then I'll I'll break out the uh, the Zoom camera and shoot a shoot another song for the uh, All WNY YouTube. So I'm like constantly. Did you do a second one at Nietzsche's? I saw you did Facebook Live of us. We, no, I I started doing the. I got the Zoom camera a couple of shows ago. Okay. So I started using. I started doing that. Well, uh, you had other shit on your mind the night of the Nietzsche show. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the night my bathroom <coughs> exploded. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah. I, I had to warn Nick before he came in. There's a big hole still in my bathroom ceiling. I was expecting worse from the conversations I've had with you and Karina. Oh yeah, no, I mean I it's expected way worse. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's just been. <laughs> it's just been crazy. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand kids these days. I guess I'll call them kids because I'm, I guess I'm old enough to call them kids. Sure. Uh, the whole cell phone out the entire time at a show. It doesn't make sense. And they're never. Then they upload all the fucking songs on YouTube. So mm-hmm. when I want to see something that's shaky, and you hear them singing off key, and you hear them singing <laughs> the wrong lyrics, and it's just like uh, Goldfinger on their latest record. Uh, wrote a song called Am I Deaf? And uh, they pretty much talk about, you know, video record every every show you see, uh, sing along, but you're not here with me, something like that. You got to <laughs> live in this moment type of thing. Somebody, a friend of mine went and saw a perfect circle, and a perfect circle is like, no, no photos, no video, not even on your cell phone, and if we see you doing it, we're taking it away. I think when Tool was in Rochester, nobody was allowed to have phones out. They was I think Tool was doing the thing with uh, like I, I don't know if they did it in Rochester, but they were doing a thing where like we're gonna give you a bag to put your phone in, and if you want to take your phone out of the bag, you have to go unlock it outside of the outside of the venue, like out in the out in the hallway. I think it was the same tour. I think it was the same rules. Yeah. That. So I mean, it, it, I mean that's kind of an extreme, but I mean. You know, like I, I get it. As much as I'm paying for concert tickets these days, I am. I don't want to watch it through my little screen. If I can try to get one, maybe two halfway decent pictures on a zoomed cell phone, just one clear enough, just to like throw up on my I, Instagram. I, I will tell you this much: I I am very thankful for the people that have been doing that for uh, this weird Al tour 
because every single night Weird Al does a different cover song, like a straight up cover. So like when Brian and I saw him, he did uh, Blister in the Sun by Violent Femmes. So I've been sitting here just like binge watching Weird Al doing just straight up cover songs because like people will shoot those and it's just like, okay, cool. That's, you know, that's neat because you're not going to get to see that in person unless you're one of those guys that's following his tour around. As long as somebody holds their phone steady, (laughs) hold it steady. If you want to do a little production where you zoom and maybe turn it slowly you know, and don't sing while you're recording it. <laughs> I agree with that. I'm one. okay with that doing like one song, but just sit there and look with your two eyes. Christ, you spend as much as much money as you do on tickets. Just mm-hmm. look at it with your eyes, not your phone. <laughs> it's a bugaboo. What can I the, say? There's no stabilization on this zoom camera, so I gotta like hold it as steady as I can. And even after that, I'm like, yeah, YouTube, fix this for me. <laughs> do you have like a tripod to you to put up, put set it somewhere? Or? You know, I am actually giving my tripod. On Saturday to uh, Eric Foster of Janie Crash and the Tall. Actually, I'm selling it to him. Uh, Janie Crash and the Tall Man. So <laughs> I, I got a I got a tripod that came with my uh, with my DSLR, and I don't need it because I've actually got an adapter to put on a mic stand, and I had a spare mic stand, so that's what I'm using to shoot my show. Well, that works. I mean, yeah, it's perfect. It's it's taller than the tripod is. So. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, after after I agreed to sell the tripod, I'm like. Shit, you know, I could have used that for shows. Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. You know, YouTube's got a great stabilization feature. So, <laughs> And that's where the videos from that camera are going. Cool. Yeah, But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm actually selling them a music stand and a, and a, and a tripod. Because I was like, I bought a music stand. If you watch my first two videos, you'll see me looking down. Like lots of after cuts. Lots, of, lots cuts. of cuts, and I'm looking down to read my script because my script is on this music stand right in front of me. And um, so, if you watch this latest one that's up, the uh, the uh, liver transplant that beat terrorism, I watched it. And you can you can search for beat terrorism; it'll be the third one that comes up. By the way, um, so if you go on and you you search for this video, and you watch this video. You'll see me kind of like pause in between lines and you'll you'll kind of see me look up into the left. And I was using I had my tablet sitting up on a shelf right above my camera, so I was reading I had a teleprompter going. And I was like, "Okay, that works." Well, that's clever. But I need like I need to do something better, so I actually uh got a little adapter to hold my phone on top of my camera. So now in next week's video, it's going to be a lot smoother. That's that. That, yeah, that's the thing that's right on top of my camera there. So it's gonna be a lot smoother and it's gonna look more like I'm looking right at the camera instead of up and to the left. I got that more with this week than the previous ones though. It I mean I could tell you were reading and there weren't as many cuts. Even though your cuts are fairly smooth. <laughs> <laughs> After that first one, like when I did that first one, it's like, oh man, this is bad. So when I did the second one, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to like be in the exact same position when I look up as I was when I looked down. So I can just make that cut and it just, it, like, you don't notice it. And then there was just one cut in this whole uh, this whole latest episode because I made one mistake. And I, was, and I didn't have anything that could go in that spot to, like, cover it up. So I'm like, all right, whatever. But you edited it together pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, and then I, I've been watching a lot of, um, like, there's a channel that really inspired me and it's called... Uh, uh, Crap, I completely forgot the name of the channel off the top. It just went away. Uh, th- today I found out. 
And like I'm watching his video and I'm watching how he does his cuts and it's like, man, you know, like that's not a bad idea because like every time he does a cut, he puts himself in a different spot on the screen and just like, you know, it just makes it look like it's supposed to be like, oh, well, you know, I, I'm over here now so that you can look at this big picture next to me on the right. Hey, yeah, I'm over here now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right, you know, it's just a matter of... um you know, the show's only going to get better as the weeks go on. It's a learning curve. Come on. Don't be too For hard sure. on yourself. I mean, that's what I keep telling myself about the wrestling podcast. And, uh, you know, we're only 325 weeks into that one. And uh... <laughs> that's wild, man. Yeah. I was, we were, I was on um, uh, like this podcaster group on Facebook. And somebody was like, oh, you know, the most podcasts only last six months and don't get past 12 episodes. And I'm like. Huh. Well, I I know this show's been going longer, but I've been listening a good year and a quarter, year and a half at least every week. Yeah, so I'm like I'm like this is like I just did 325 on the wrestling podcast. We're doing 110 tonight. Hey, so almost a year. It's been probably at least 52 weeks since I was here. Yeah, it's it's been 364 long days since the last time you were on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's gotten so crazy. Like I used to be able to listen live on uh, on Wednesday nights, and I'd chime in with you and Brian and that. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, it's so crazy with three kids at home. It's like I'll listen to it Thursday because my son doesn't have to go to school, and I can just sit there with my coffee while he watches his cartoons, and I listen to you and Karina, you and Brian, you and whomever. <laughs> See, now you got a week where like Lady Lorimore is not here to chime in live. We haven't heard from Mark, so you haven't you haven't had to raid any asses yet. Right. Yet. Well, hey, I, I guess I'm kind of glad Laura's not uh, listening because she doesn't like my band. So this is true. Fuck her. <laughs> she was all she was all over Cardboard Homestead a couple of weeks ago too. Hey, I enjoyed that song you played by them. I Cardboard Homestead is a great band, and I love them, and I book them any chance I get. The first the first time I saw them was last year at Food Not Bombs. And uh, Karina was like, yeah, you know, she was she was really hyping them up before they went on. And then when as soon as they were done playing, I was like, dude, I got the show at Tudor in April. Do you want to play? And he's like, yeah, I'll get back to you. And then five minutes later, he's like, yeah, we're going to play. And like, OK, cool. And then we ended up uh, also booking. <laughs> I just got a notification. <laughs> Karina likes your page. Think so, Joe. <laughs> About time, Karina. I know, right? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> better late than never. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I, she's in, and she's the uh, usual co-host on this show. So, <laughs> hey, she uh, she's hard on herself, but she does a good job. She's got a radio voice for oh, sure. Yeah, she's she's good. She's, she's like, now I'm annoying. I'm like, you're not annoying. I I, I enjoy the banter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so you know, we had cardboard homestead back on Christmas. Uh, for the uh, uh, all WNY saves Christmas event, um, and she's got them on her upcoming charity shows. So I mean, and they're such a good band, and they're so so much fun. I tell you, who really impressed me? I do. I do my. <laughs> Cam, Cam invited her. Invited who? Invited Karina to like think so, Joe. Oh, which explains why I keep getting notifications like so and so likes think so, Joe. I appreciate it, man, because that's hey, a... Hey, of Night and Light's got quite the following. How about you share some inherent vice? See, see now, uh, they keep popping up with uh, so-and-so likes think so, Joe. I really appreciate that. 
and, and hopefully hey, maybe he's a good dude. I've been chatting with him a ton on Facebook oh, yeah, yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, the first time I met him was uh, the last Doyle show okay. when uh, when Doyle was at uh, Ironworks, right? And uh, they were trying to cut XM Priory off. Yeah, Nick and Dan told me all about that. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to cut XM Priory off, and apparently Cameron's in the back uh, and standing in front of the plug so that they couldn't pull the plug. Fantastic. <laughs> so, and I was just like, because they tried to cut my friends off, and Karina was homesick. I'm like, I know, fuck I mean, this, I'm going home. So I, in particular, I mean, it was their tour manager trying to do it. I get it, but yeah. like. As many tickets as those dudes sell to their shows, yeah, exactly. don't ever fucking cut them off. Exactly. No, I met I met him at uh, Stamps March tenth when uh, we played. Okay. And yeah, it was real cool, dude. I'm like I'm like you're in a night and light, aren't you? He's like, yeah. I'm like we're playing together in May. <laughs> yeah, it was the first time I met him, and then uh, we did this acoustic thing uh, about a month ago with Breaking Solace. With Breaking Solace, and so like I was I was hanging out with uh, other members of Night and Light, and. Uh, Talking about this upcoming show we have this Saturday night. Yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. It, I think I'd be more excited if there wasn't so much shit going on that night. I, I am with you 100% on that. There's I something just, going on everywhere. Every venue, every location, anywhere that something can be going on, there's something going on. Yeah, it's just unbelievable how much stuff is going on. We were talking about a, a show that was supposed to be at Evening Star next week. Got yeah. canceled. The guy posts on it, and it's a, it's a, apparently a national act. I, mm. I don't know the guy. The, I've seen the name. I couldn't tell you a thing. I, I guess he's things. some kind of, like, pop star or Maybe. something like that. But whatever. So he posts on Facebook. He says, hey, to everybody in Niagara Falls, I'm sorry I, I had to cancel the show for unforeseen circumstances. But if you're in western New York, you can come see me on May 19th DJing at a club. Like, are you fucking serious? Thanks for not name dropping so people won't go. Yeah. <laughs> the, the 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 real show is at Good Bar. Mr. Good Bar upstairs in the attic. Mr. Good Bar. And I'm donating my portion of the money to uh, MS Research, so, you know, it's for a good cause. Yeah, there's a lot of shows going on that night, but Mr. Good Bar is a place to be, I'm telling you. I'm it telling is. you right now. Sorry, Karina. I'm telling you. <laughs> it is. We, we, we've doubled down on our invite to Hulk Hogan. Come on, brother. Uh, I what still, you gonna do, brother? I, I still haven't heard back from Hulk Hogan, so I don't count on Hulk Hogan being there. I'd be equally as excited if Jimmy Hart came. I, I also invited Jimmy Hart. I also invited uh, from the BWO in ECW, Stevie Richards. Yeah, dude, he's awesome. He's, it, in, he's in my DDP Yoga DVDs. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, yeah, I got, a, I got his action figure up here, and I'm like... Yep. Shit, man, I could go get this signed, except I have a show the same night he's in town. And you know another thing that's a big, buzz, <laughs> a big buzzkill about May 19th is one of my favorite movies is being filmed. One of my favorite movies ever is being shown at a theater. I, Jason I am, fucking Muse is going to be there. Ah, I am well aware of this. and I It's am, like, dude, I, am I, also, love, I love Clerks. Clerks is one of my favorites. I am also upset. I, I will tell you what, I will not be upset if your excuse for not being at Good Bar is being at, at, at the theater and watching Clerks with Jason Mewes. Like, <laughs> god damn, man. Did you watch uh, Kevin Smith's... Uh... Uh, Showtime special? No. No, it was it was it was funny and funnier and shit, dude. You know what's funny? Is is just this morning. It was I've, filmed the night he had the heart attack and almost died. Really? Like you heard about the heart attack? Uh, well, yeah. Well, he he was scheduled to do two two stand up routines, and Showtime was filming it, and they were going to take the best of both shows to make the special. And as soon as he finished his first show, he went off stage, wasn't feeling, and threw up. 
felt like went to take a nap, just felt like shit, and then ended up having a severe heart attack called the Widowmaker, where if he would have would have stayed and tried to do that last show, he would have died. Yeah, I, I think we were talking about about Kevin Smith last week. Uh, I, love, I love Kevin Smith. Where we were talking about uh, he was he was eating corn for the first time. I saw that video. Yeah, I I happen to be on Facebook and noticed that Kevin Smith is on, and he's it's like I'm trying corn for the first time. I'm like, who the fuck has never eaten corn in their life? Like, I, I like I get like that's cool and all. Years like, ago, he lived on like Captain Crunch, and that was it, man. Like, yeah, no, I, I get that. I mean, so uh, but like he is, he's something else, dude. He's just he's just awesome. I've seen him. I've I saw him at Center of the Arts at UB back in 2012. Yeah, and 2013 or 14, I saw him at Helium, and it was just awesome. Yeah, and I've I've never seen him live. Uh, just this morning, I finally bought the last movie missing from my View Askew Universe collection, which is uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I'm surprised you don't own that. You didn't own that until now. You know what? It's been on Netflix, like or like Amazon, like constantly. Since I've had any of like my subscriptions or whatever, and yeah. I I haven't been watching movies a lot lately. I mean, I, I watched. Well, uh, Brian's not here. There's no reason to. <laughs> he, he's not making me. I just. He's I not was making t- you watch movies. I, I was telling you, I watched Rocky the other day. <laughs> I've seen that a hundred. Yeah, times. I, I watched it the other day because it was on uh, Amazon Prime, and I'm like, I don't got to get up. I can I can just watch this. I tell you, dude. The older I get, the more of a softy I become. And movies make me cry now. It's weird. I never <laughs> cried when I was a kid. Even as a young adult, I never cried. But, like, once I became a father, everything changed. Sure. So now, like, the littlest shit, I'll be watching a movie, and I'll just... <laughs> and I'll just lose it. Rocky 2. Rocky 2 when Adrian's in the coma. And he's like, oh, dude, I... Oh, I, I can't... I can't... I'm a wreck. I'm a wreck during yeah. that. All right, let's get in some music here. Uh, let's uh, we got them up on the screen here. Sure. So uh, let's play some Archers. Yeah, I uh, recently they've been generous to give their discography away for free on Bandcamp, and I downloaded and I listened to it all on Monday, and it's it's fantastic. It is fan- it's good stuff. It is fantastic, and if you want to catch this fantastic band live, you can see them this Saturday night. At Mr. Goodbar, upstairs in the attic at Mr. Goodbar, there is an upstairs at Mr. Goodbar. Yeah, upstairs. Upstairs at Mr. Goodbar. Don't don't walk in the bar and expect to see the show. You actually have to go upstairs. Yep, upstairs. I and have to carry my amps and stuff upstairs. You can walk your feet upstairs. It's just, it's it, it's very simple. Exactly. Nick has pre-sale tickets. I can get you pre-sale tickets. They are $5 pre-sale, $7 at the door. Yeah, save me two bucks. Just hit and, me up. And my portion of the proceeds for the night is going to go to MS Research. Uh, at least my pro- portion. I don't know if anybody else is going to jump in on that. I'm not asking anybody to do so. And if, But, uh, you know, if they feel like it, <laughs> you know, that I'm not going to say no. Uh, but this is a tune from Archers. It's the latest. It's called Out of the Dark on all WNY Radio, the Think So Joe Show.
Archers on all WNY Radio. Think so, Joe Show. Yeah, they got some good tunes, man. Yeah, they do, man. And this is their first show in a while, home in Buffalo. So, I mean, uh, you know, if you've heard them and you've been listening to them and they've they've just put out their discography for free to basically promote this show. Yeah. Uh, so if you are interested and you like them, you, you like what you hear, come on out to Good Bar, because right now it's the only show listed on their band camp. Hey, I mean, they're they're right out there with us, man. You know, Albion is 20 minutes from Middleport, so they're even further away than we are. And, you know, they know the struggle as much as we do that local original music out that way is, is non-existent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... We should find some fucking neutral ground and do something out our way and see see if anybody will come. Try and get some people out. Yeah. Yeah, Hey, start a scene. Why not? People like play it. Like Mike Weber, who does lights at Evening Star, he's like, hey, you should just have a show out in Middleport. Where? (laughs) Have a field. I'm like, I live in the village. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Cops will be breaking that shit up in no time. (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I don't know, man. I played a... I played a show in North Collins once. That was in the middle of nowhere. It was it was supposed to be a two day festival, and it wound up just being a one day show because like half the bands had to cancel. One of the band's drummers had a heart attack the night before during a show. Jeez, and finished the set. That's a fucking champ right there, dude. Yeah, uh, they they were friends of mine. Uh, Suffer the wicked. And uh, so, like, when I heard the drummer had a heart attack, I'm, I, you know, as soon as our show was over and I was in an area where I had cell reception again, I'm like, hey, is, what happened to your drummer? Is he okay? And they were telling me, like, yeah, he had a heart attack in the middle of the show. And he, you know, he was just, like, kind of slumping down, but he was still playing, didn't miss a beat. Like, that's really, that's fucking scary, dude. And they're like, we didn't even know until after the show. And he went to the hospital and sure enough, he had a heart attack. So he was out for a little while, and then all WNY had a, uh, a all day show at a place called Maggie's out in Tonawanda, and uh, Think So Brain played early, and then later on in the night, Suffer the Wicked played. So like we played, I went to the movies, and I came back, and I caught Suffer the Wicked. It was the drummer's first set back after having the heart attack. Wow. And it's like, dude, I I heard that you finished your set. He's like, yeah, man, I gotta finish the set, you know. <laughs> like, how you feel now? Like, I feel great. I'm ready for this. <laughs> you know? That's wild, man. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Furthest, furthest, we, the furthest inherent vice has traveled would be Centerville, New York, which is, oh, I don't even know how far away it is, <laughs> but it's out in Amish country, out where Adam alone. From okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Long Cold Dark, uh, Eyes of the Blind. That's where he lives, and yeah. he hosted a show for uh, called Stevie Bash, and he he invited us to play, and it was a riot, dude. The uh, Leroy Towns is like this alt country performer. Yeah, he's he, Adam played bass with them that night, and I'm like, man, I can hear your bass. I can hear everything you're doing. I'm like, you're awesome. He's like, thanks. I'm like, I can never hear you over Jason and Drew. I was like, I can, I can never hear your bass over them. And and I said that to Drew, and he's like, shut up. You know, hey, a year ago, I was on a road trip with Jason and Drew. Yeah. <laughs> we went to we went out to uh, Foxborough to catch Metallica, and uh... <laughs> and Long Cold Dark played that show, and so so. Uh, uh, Adam played two sets, and you know we played Inherent Vice and uh, the Dreadnecks. Yeah, 
Everybody loves the Dreadnecks. Everybody loves the Dreadnecks. I love the Dreadnecks, man. I, I like. <laughs> I, I book them whenever they'll allow me to. And uh, I've been talking with Grant, trying. We, we've been trying to hook something up. Like they were, <laughs> like they were supposed to play my birthday show, and there just happened to be a blizzard that day, so <laughs> Scarecrow show couldn't play. I and, remember that I, because Dreadnecks couldn't play and, because we were going to go to that show. Mm-hmm. We were invited to. Uh, you guys were. Where were you? That night, that was we were playing. I don't know. Third, was it second was it, or third? Was Evening like, Star. Even was it Evening Star? Yeah. Okay. Karina was gonna work door, and she's like, "Dude, the roads are." So That's bad. right. That's right. Because <laughs> yeah. I was with her when you uh, when you had asked her. So yeah. yeah, like she was, or when she volunteered anyway, yeah. and just like, but we were we were invited to that, and there was also a show at Stamps that uh, people wanted us to go to, and we're like. No, we're, we're the fucking Dreadnecks are playing. We're going to Evening Star, and then just everything was so bad. And I, I think Dreadnecks canceled and Scarecrow, Scarecrow show, show canceled. canceled. And we're just like, well, shit. It, we're, we're, you know, as much as we love Inherent Vice, you know, uh, there was maybe five people there, if yeah. that. And uh, yeah, Nick and Dan were coming because you know they live right in the falls, and they were coming. And I said, you guys are still coming, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't we come? I'm like the weather. They're like, ah, fuck the weather. We'll be there. I'm like, well. Here's my situation I'm in. I've got two bands, which, you know, the headliner had to cancel because, you know, I don't blame them. They live Olean, Pennsylvania, drive all the way to Niagara Falls and this shit. I understand it. <laughs> I would not, I would feel like a shithead if anything happened to them driving. They ended up playing for you that night, didn't they? Nick and Dan played an acoustic show. That's that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw them not too long after that. They played the River Pub together. Uh, well, it was Nick's, Nick's birthday. I was It was there. Nick's birthday. That's yep. right. Me that's and right. Fox, you were. Foster and I went to that, yeah. That's right. You and I hang out so much that I... I we don't I, realize we're hanging I, out. I, yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, I yeah. do what I can, man. I try to get out as much as I can. You know, it's hard. It's so hard living in Middleport. You know, it's it's like, man, I want to go, I want to go. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a show tonight. And I'm like, all right, I got to get ready to go. And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. And then I look at the clock and it's like, wow, the show doesn't start for three hours. And I'm, and I'm nodding off on the couch. And it's it's not just going... It's it's always I have that hour drive home no matter right, what right, happens right. and it's just like oh I'm so exhausted because I don't really I don't like to bail on people I like like uh, Nick Nick has Nick uh, Lacido has talked about this you know you go for, for the whole thing you're there for a night of music and you're not there for anyone but you know you, there's only certain few people who are like that anymore who'll just go for the beginning of the show and stay to the end just to see and experience new music if they have heard it or if they haven't heard it. There's very few people like that anymore, but I'm one of those people who like to check out all the bands that play. I like to do that, but a, some of the time it's just like, you know what? I just don't feel like being here anymore. I just, <laughs> I'm tired. I want to go home. Uh, and I hate, I hate doing that. I mean, like, I literally, I went to uh, that Doyle show at the Evening Star. We, you and I were talking about before the before yeah. the show, and I had intended to catch all the opening acts. And I got there while Optic Oppression were playing, and I did not walk in the door until XM Priory was about to go on. And then after XM Priory, I'm like, you know what, guys? I'm going to take off so I can get a bus home. And I miss Doyle. And I, so well, I that's the difference. You, you take public transportation sure. or Ubers or you know, stuff like that. So like... And that was before Uber was. Well, a yeah, thing, so. yeah. I mean, so when you had to catch the bus, I mean, you're you're on like this limited frame here. You know, it's 
you know, I, I drive. What's my excuse other than I live forever <laughs> a fucking way? Right. But and still, I got three kids. And then, yeah, I just, mean, but you, you got an hour of transportation. I've got like an hour and a half, two hours of transportation. But yeah. I, I mean, but my but what's my excuse for not going in when I was there for two bands ahead of XM Priory? Uh, you know what I mean? And I walk, talking to people? And, and I, well, yeah, exactly. But I mean, <laughs> I walked in and the first person I see when I walk in the door is Kendall. And from Optic Oppression, he goes, hey, man, thanks for coming out. I appreciate your support. And I didn't tell him I wasn't in there for the show. I'm just like, no problem. I was like, yeah, <laughs> man, of course. I was actually outside texting your girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, I'm, I'm dating it. So back at Mike Miller's Benefit a couple years ago, yeah, uh, I won one of the giveaways, which was $50 gift card from For the Music Productions. And I could go to shows for free, nice up to fifty dollars. And I, I, but I have to clear it with, uh, with Greg first before sure. I, before I can go because he's like, no. I'm like, well, I didn't know there was limitations. And I'm like, so it, you know, it is what it is. But I went to it was like an all national show with I think only two local openers. And I said, can I come to this? And he said, absolutely. I went for the local bands and I went home. <laughs> that's I, you know if it's that because it was uh, Lily Among Thorns who sadly aren't a band anymore but they're still yeah. doing things and, and they were really good and uh, Diceris yeah so Lily Among Thorns <laughs> Diceris on the same bill which is yeah. you're never gonna see that again obviously but you know what's funny is we're talking about shows where I've gone to and I've stood outside talking the whole time and I the first time like you and I really hung out was out was outside of Mohawk Place. It was uh, Diceros and the Long Cold Dark were on the show. Yeah, and last, like uh, the Last Rain too. Yeah, that was like a summer show a couple years ago. So, and I I missed the Last Rain because I was outside talking to people. Yeah. I went in right before I you know either Diceros the Long Cold Dark whichever one I went on first. I went on right before I went in right before they went on, and I did not realize that it was you that I was talking to the whole time. <laughs> I like I I found out after the fact because you had said something to me, and I'm like, wait, was that you? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that was me. I'm like, oh shit, I I had no idea, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I when I'm going to local shows, odds are I'm going alone because I li- where I live, you know, and then you like try to get people to go with me. Nobody wants to go with me. Right. So it's like, I go and I'm just like, please God, let there be a, let me have a friend here to talk to. Yeah, <laughs> so right. I'm not just standing here <laughs> talking to myself or looking at my phone, you know, cause I don't want to be antisocial, but uh, at the same time I was doing the, I was doing the same thing. I was going to shows by myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, the, the, at that show, like I had a girlfriend at that time. Right. And like, I was hanging out with you. Uh, that was the first night I actually met Meredith, uh, Meredith Snow in person. And, like, I was hanging out with Diceros the whole night. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, like I went and had pizza with Diceros. I came back to the show with Diceros. I went in and was watching the show with Diceros. And this girl goes, so were any of your girls there? Because I have a lot of female friends. Yeah. So were any of your girls there? I'm like, I knew the photographer and I knew the drummer's wife. Like, <laughs> Darcy, yeah, I'm like she's awesome. I'm like, but the the rest of the band, like, mm-hmm. that's who I was hanging out with the whole night was the band. Yeah, I ended up breaking up with that guy. I couldn't, uh, just, you hey, know, like everything leads you to where you're at right now. Exactly, best decision ever. Because yes, now, I, now I got Karina. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. She should be home anytime now. I think she anyway. said mid podcast. I mid-podcast, asked her she's going to be yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> she said about. She told me about seven. So. <laughs> I haven't even, like, talked to her really all day. Like, I was sleeping when she woke up. She was working when I woke up. Then she tried messaging me, but I was in the booth. And I'm like, 
Uh, and like, I, I always mute Facebook when I'm in the booth. I didn't have it muted. I'm in the middle of a sentence and all of a sudden I hear this Facebook thing go off and I'm like, oh, man, like, who's messaging me now? And like, I go and it's like, oh, it's Karina. I better message her back. Like, <laughs> I'm not upset anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I am not upset, but uh, hey, I, I, I literally just started working. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I have Monday, Wednesday, Friday when my son goes to nursery school, I have... You know, I he goes from 9 to 11.30, so I have from, like, 10 after 9 until about quarter after 11 to myself. That's when I, you know, I'll maybe watch a show, listen to some music, or, you know, message with people on Facebook. And that's, I was, I was uh, sitting there drinking my coffee, watching RoboCop today, <laughs> and I saw Karina was on, and I said, you're going to be home tonight? And she's like... Mid podcast, <laughs> I should yeah. be home, but I'm like, right. yeah, because <laughs> I asked her the other. I asked her, I, I don't remember, maybe last week or and I see you gonna be home. I don't know yet. I might not be. <laughs> but she's been off on Wednesdays, and this right. is like the first Wednesday she's worked in like forever, right? And like this is her last week working there, so it's just like, yeah. Of course, the week that you and it's like, well, the good thing is I don't have to search for a podcast host. Co-host, you. Know? I, I felt very bad for you that week after Brian left, and you were flying solo, and it was just like an hour episode, and you, you were just like, almost like you were like, "Fuck this! I don't want to do this." The only, the only reason I felt so terrible for you, just because I know when Joe is like doesn't know what to talk about, he'll do one of these long, yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't know what the fuck else he wants to say. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> anybody who listens to the wrestling podcast will tell you that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I I had to do the show because I had a show coming up, right? And it's like I have to plug this show. This has to get done. So I have to do like I'll do like an hour and I should be fine. And I'm just sitting here like, so what's trending on Twitter? <laughs> I felt so bad. I'm just like, oh. I hate that I live so far away because I would do it every week if I lived closer. <laughs> but oh my gosh, I, I had, felt uh, so bad. I felt terrible. Oh, I had Ryan Gurnett from the Lady or the Tiger here a couple of weeks ago, and he lives somewhat close to here. And he's like, "Hey, any week you need me, just let me know. I'll be right there." Like, all right, cool, man. Yeah, he seemed like he had a lot to say. He <laughs> yeah, was he, he was on with Meredith, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, he messaged me the other day because uh, he's on a show with me uh, June first at Nietzsche's, I think. <laughs> Um, but he, he's on one of my upcoming shows, the lady or the tiger. And, uh, so it was like, dude, did you leave a hoodie here? He's like, yeah, you can either bring it to me June 1st, or maybe I left it there as an excuse to come back and do another episode. Like, <laughs> hey man, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, like either way is, yeah, is fine I, with me. I, like, I would do it more often, but like, you know, look, it's been like almost exact. It's been a, a year since I've 364 been days and, uh, a year tomorrow. Yeah. And that and that was promoting. I, I was I was promoting one of my shows that day too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's. Uh... Well, I really wanted to come because, you know, I've been stoked about this Good Bar show. I've, I've never played there, and uh, when I, when I was telling some friends about it, uh, it was funny. Uh, Drew from Long Cold Dark goes, "Holy shit!" I said, "What?" He's like, "Look at you getting on a in a venue where metal's blacklisted." <laughs> and I said, well, I said, well, we're not really metal. I said, we kind of got some, he's like, you got hints of metal, but I'm like, yeah, we're not, a, you know, we got hints of rock, hints of metal, hints of punk. <laughs> we're, we don't, we don't subgenre ourselves. And I'm like, well, 
hopefully when we play a heavier song, they don't try to kick us off stage when we're playing because we're going to open with a heavy song. <laughs> we, dude, we did the Barksdales and XM Priory there, so I think yeah. you're safe. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, once Foster starts, uh-oh. Are we still, uh, good? Are we still good? Yeah, we're good. Okay. <laughs> uh, All right, yeah, one, we're good. One, once Foster starts screaming at people, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> It, it was people there will dig it. I mean, I don't know. We did the show with uh, I mean, look at my history at Good Bar. I've had Mindy Davy there twice, and you're not supposed to have any rap, and she raps in her songs. Oh, does she? And so, like, we've had her there twice. Uh, we're not you're not supposed to have like heavy punk or metal, and we had the Barksdales and XM Priory on a show together, yeah. and just like. But they, but they approve every band. Like you have to go through this whole process to play at Good Bar. So we've, you know, as soon as we started booking bands for this show, it was like, okay, here's the bands, here's their Facebook page, here's their band camps or SoundClouds or or, or, or uh, what's the other one, uh, Reverb Nations. Yeah, like I swear they must have listened to like Enemy or Too Light, and that's what they judged off of because the other ones there's some there's some hollering. But it's like you know, here here's all you need to know. Yeah, you know, and then they're like, "Yeah, okay, they're cool." Like, "All right, cool, good for good enough." Yeah, I I'm okay with this. If you're okay with this, you know, right, right, yeah. I mean, I'm always looking for different places to play. I think Kennedy Carpool played there at one point, and they, they did, they did. They're they're way heavier than we are. <laughs> like like like. If I'm if I'm not gonna book a band at Good Bar, it's gonna be Kennedy Carpool, you know, because like, oh, dude, I love love Kennedy Carpool. Inherent Vice is playing. Uh, we got three shows with them later this year. We, nice. We were doing uh, two private parties over the summer. So, you know, just show up and play. It's going to be fun. Uh, and Karina's show. We're playing Karina's show. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that In one. In September. That you, the show that you, that she has booked uh, that you know nothing about. <laughs> I, I, I know, like, basically who's on the show. And it's going to be, like, yeah, I mean, I just love playing. I mean, I'm just like, yeah, okay, it's, it's a really good show, and I really wish I would have booked it. <laughs> I want this band. I I'm booking them, Joe. That, that's pretty much how it's been. Like, like she sent me this this one band that's on that show, and she's like, she's like, oh, I really like to book them, and I'm like thinking like, oh, you know, I'm gonna book them for a show, and she's like, oh, I already got them in September. I'm like, well, shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's cool though, you know, like it's all it's all in the family. It's yeah, all good. It's, so it's, you know, <laughs> not just who you booking this show. <laughs> Let me check my calendar. Yeah, right. <laughs> just like she's got that show coming up uh, this Saturday too in Burt. Yeah, which is a which is a really good show. It's all the money from that. All the proceeds are gonna have raffles and stuff like that. All of that is going towards uh, MS sucks. MS sucks yeah. And so you know if you can't if you're out that way you can't you don't want to come all the way out to Buffalo check out that show. Yeah, Bert. Uh, I, I, what are you like? Where the hell is Bert? I know where Bert is. That's like how, that's out. Yeah, near, right. That's out near me. I mean, that's right. Like, it's in. Bert is in between Newfane and Alcott. <laughs> For those Niagara County listeners. All right. <laughs> so there, there you go. If you're if you're closer to that show and you don't want to come all the way out to Good Bar, but you still want to contribute to the MS sucks thing, go to that show. I won't hold it against you. So that's two things I won't hold it against you if you go to instead of my show. Karina's show. Yep. Yeah, you go to Karina's show or you can go hang out with Jason Mewes at the uh, clerk screening. <laughs> can, but, we, can we just get Jason Mewes, Jimmy Hart, and Hulk Hogan to come to Good Bar? Can, I mean, we, just get, can we just make that happen? If if you do go to this clerk screening, we do ask that you like video chat us with Jason Mewes. <laughs> Snooch to the motherfucking news! 
Like, like, like shoot me or Nick a, a, you know, a video chat on Facebook and just like, you know, we'll just go grab the other one. Like, hey, dude, 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 Jason fucking Muse. Snoogans. <laughs> Man, it, I, I swear to God, next year I am not booking shit for this particular weekend of the year. Like, goddamn, there is so much shit going on. Hey, college is letting out this week, that this weekend, right? Yes. No excuse those UB kids can come out to fucking... All exactly. those all those Buffalo colleges right there. Buff right State's there. right yeah. there, yeah. Buff State, Canisius. Yeah, yeah. Head on, head UB. over to Good Bar Good upstairs. Bar, man. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit up some ETS on Saturday. Oh, too. yeah. Hell yeah. Yes, That's sir. the best thing about having a Good Bar show is ETS is across the street. I haven't been to ETS in years. But like, uh, like I said, dude, I'm, I'm, in, I'm a Middleport guy. I don't get out to Buffalo unless I'm <laughs> going to something in Buffalo. I, I, I try to make it a point to go to the ETS every now and then. I got a buddy who will, like, just randomly text me on Mondays during the summer, like, hey, I'm off. I'm thinking of coming to Buffalo. What are you doing? And I'll be like, shit. And he'll be like, well, I'm planning on going to the bookstore on Elmwood. Like, do you want to go to ETS? Like, yeah, I'm with you. Let's go. <laughs> I went I went with my sister there once because I went up and visited her. She went to Madai. And I went and visited her, and I'm like, she's like, let's go to ETS. I'm like, what the hell's ETS? And she's like, <laughs> let me show you. Yeah. And I had cavities, and I didn't realize it yet because I had this, I was eating a chicken finger sub, and I had a terrible toothache. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And that's when I found out I had a shit ton of cavities. But like, uh-huh. that was like my only one experience at ETS. And my my sister and my mom, when they go do shit in Buffalo, if they're doing like, let's go to ETS and get some fucking tacos. Yeah. And I told my mom, I'm like, well, we're playing up on Elmwood and some ETS, and I'm like. Mom's like, my mom's like, let me talk to your dad. Maybe, maybe we'll come to your show. And I'm like, let's get some tacos. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been, uh, I've, I've been to ETS so many times. Just like the last, the last like non charity good bar show I did, I was at ETS right afterwards with Scott Leffler, and uh, you know, just like we gotta have ETS. It's you have to like when me and my ex wife split up, mm-hmm. she got a job at ETS, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like I guess I ain't going to eat there she not there anymore and then she quit after like a week and i'm like oh good i can go eat at ets again sweet <laughs> but yeah i i'm a huge, worst week of my life <laughs> i'm a huge fan of ets in fact uh whenever they air my interview on uh on the nick and dan show they ask me like what are you what are you some of your favorite food places and i'm like dude ets <laughs> when inherent inherent vice is going to be on season two of nick and dan and we were talking about what we like to cook yeah, so that's something to look forward to. It was it was a funny segment. Yeah, I yeah, I, my episode was supposed to be episode two, but they uh, apparently bumped me. I guess <laughs> I I asked Nick. I'm like, so gotta save the best for last. <laughs> well, I'm like, when's in hair vice? I'm like, are we gonna be one of the last episodes? Because we were like right towards the end of your deadline to to get this done for season two. They're like, nope, we're just doing them how whatever order we want to. We're not doing them in sequ- sequential order. I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Whatever you want to do is cool with me, man. I'm like, just... Yeah, they'd already done a bunch of interviews by the time I had gotten in to do mine, and they're like, yeah, this is going to be like episode two. And so I was, like, convinced I was going to be on episode two, and then I tuned into episode two, and it, it wasn't me. Maybe it was... How many have they done so far? This was uh, episode four launched yesterday. All right. I know I've watched them all. I just can't keep keep track of the numbers. Yeah. I, I'm still not uh, to my drunkest point yet here. I, I, I'm still relatively sober on the uh, intros. <laughs> I know Tokyo Monsters is is, is going to be in there. Yeah. I know Iron Soul is going to be in there, and Inherent Vice is going to be in there. 
I believe Breaking Solace did an episode. Oh, did they? Cool. Uh, I am going to be on there at some point. A whole I, uh, Think well, So Joe episode? Uh, a whole Think So Joe episode. Oh, man. I I'm mean, looking you, forward to this. The reason that they got to put it later in the season is because I am the star of the show. The star show. of the show. You can mean, I, I think so, Joe, equals ratings. You can't end. You mean you can't start the show with the cliffhanger for season three. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. You, I, I, I think so, Joe, equals ratings. That's why I intro the Nick and Dan show every week. I, I am the star of that show. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I'm billed after the skeleton. Okay, like <laughs> that's how that's how important my role is. I'm billed after the skeleton. Carl Winslow. Carl Skelly Winslow. What a, what a lush bastard. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> All right, we're gonna jump into a tune from Of Night and Light, and uh, this one's available for free on their Bandcamp. Uh, no, actually, on their website of Light and Might uh, of, of Night, Night and, and Light. Light. Easy for me to say. <laughs> of slash music You can get this song on. Uh, and this is uh, called Broken on all WNY Radio. Think so, Joe Show.
of night and light. I got it right that time. Very good. On all WNY Radio Thinks of Joe Show. <laughs> yeah, I downloaded that uh, Google Play a little bit ago. I've I was I've been listening to that. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't grab it from Google Play. I have a I have a family subscription to Google Play. Mm-hmm. And I and and my family consists of Karina and Brian, <laughs> and I, uh, and Allison too. There you go. So uh, yeah, that that that's my family. <laughs> it's a good one to have. I I I was sitting here with Brian, one of his uh, last episodes, and he was on YouTube, and I just saw he he had an ad, and I'm like, dude, is that an ad on YouTube? And he goes, yeah. I said, motherfucker, what's your email address? I'm adding you to this fucking group. You, my, you, no friend of mine is going to have fucking ads on YouTube if I can help it. <laughs> oh, it's annoying as shit. I tell you. Uh-huh. Just like, I, and, and like, the best thing is, like, if you can't find a song on Google Play, but you could find it on YouTube, you can minimize YouTube if you have the Google Play subscription and still listen to the song. Like, like that's... That's awesome for me. Like when uh, when Hardwired came out, the the latest Metallica album, mm-hmm. like they put out all the music videos. Yeah, and they put them out in the order of the track listing, except for like you know the 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 singles. Actually, no, I think those still came out in the order of the track listing. But they put them out in the order of the track listing, and they had a playlist of all the videos. So on my way to work, like the two nights before the album came out, I was listening to the album on YouTube, like legally. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like how cool is that you know like that's crazy to think that this November that CD is already two years old I know that's, that's wild to me I'm like yeah, to me it's like oh this is still the brand new Metallica CD <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking before the show uh, and here, here's a topic for anybody that's listening if you guys want to jump in on this uh, and even if you're listening on a podcast if you want to send this to me later on uh, we were talking about unique concert experiences okay and uh, and the reason I got on this topic is I'm actually going to see Nonpoint next Tuesday. And this is my second time seeing Nonpoint, and I, I've been a fan of theirs for a long time. They're a great band. They're and, a great band. And I'm uh, the first time I went to see them was probably the last time they headlined a show in Buffalo. And I was telling you, the reason that they haven't been back to Buffalo as a headliner is they literally had a crowd of about 50 people. I'd be happy with a crowd of 50 people, but I'm not non-point. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> so you know, we're, we're standing up, you know, there's not many people in the uh, in the crowd, and he, he gets up on stage, and he's got these speaker boxes that they stand on, and he's like, looks over his stage hand, goes, yo, come, come over here, move these boxes back. So they put the boxes around the drum kit, and, like, to kind of act as a barrier, right? And they're like, everybody come up on stage. And they launch a bullet with a name, and then they're like, so what songs you guys want to hear? And just, like, that was just, like, a really cool, like, unique concert experience. Yeah, I uh, I actually got to open for Nonpoint back in 2014 in one of my old bands uh, called Moments End. Uh, we opened at uh, Bronze Concert Cove, which I guess is on in Akron, New York. I've heard of that place. Is that is that still around? I think they is closed. Is it called Moonies now? I, I don't know. It might know. be called Moonies. Okay. But uh, I had uh, reached out to Nonpoint, actually, when I saw that the concert was announced, and I said, uh-oh. I, I asked if, uh, is Karina home? Yeah. Okay. 
I, I asked Nampo, I said, do you need any local support from this show? Because I didn't see anything attached, like, I didn't see, like, a promotion or anything. It, just, it was just a, right. a non-point show. And they're like, well, you'll have to reach out to whoever's uh, holding the show and ask them, ask the promoter, whoever, if you can jump on. That'd be cool. Like, so they were, they, they, they responded on Facebook. That's, that's pretty cool. And, uh, I reached out to, uh, Bronze at the time and I said, Hey, you know, this band I'm in, we're along the same lines of non-point, you know, this hard rock with like a groove feel. We'd be, I think we'd be a good fit. And like, you've never played here. We've never heard of you. No, you cannot play here. (laughs) And I'm like, well, all right. And then it was the, a week before the show to the day, it was seven days away. Uh, I was, uh, unfortunately standing at, uh, my old lead singer's dad's wake. So, oh no. So we were at, we were at the funeral home and we went outside and my phone rang and I'm like, oh, I don't want to answer this. And my, he, he just shook his head and said, don't worry, answer. I said, hello. And they said, you know, uh, this is so-and-so from bronze, which you uh, still like to open for nonpoint next week. And I said, hold on one second. Would you like to open for nonpoint next week? Yes. <laughs> And then, okay, well, give me a call tomorrow and we'll talk things out. Okay. Can you sell 50 tickets? I'm like, in six days? No. <laughs> right? I flat, out, I flat out said, no. <laughs> well, how many can you sell? I'm like, I can't give you a number. I'll do my best. Those tickets are $25 a piece. Yeah. And we sold six. And that's, that, that's honestly not bad. No. And... What they said was, is you'll be going on first on the main stage. I'm like, there's multiple stages. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. So I went, I went, <laughs> I went and picked up the tickets and I went out and I'm like, can I go check the area out? Of course. I went there with my, I only had my, my wife was pregnant with my son at the time. So it was me and my two daughters. We went out, walked up on the stage. I'm like, man, I can't believe I get to play here. And I, we, and then we, the day of the, sh- or a couple days before the show, it was, it was, I think it was the day before the show. They're like, "Well, you're going to be playing on, you're going to be playing on the balcony." I'm like, "The balcony? Yeah, up here on the deck next to the outdoor bar." I said, "What?" They're like, "You said we were playing on the main stage." They're like, "Well, that's changed." I said, "The day before the show." Well, do you have a PA? I said, "No, we don't have a PA." Well, don't worry. I guess we can provide one for you. What? And I said, <laughs> "Okay." And we get there, and this guy's like, "Here's your PA." I said, "What?" Here's the PA. You said you needed a PA. Here's your PA. And I said, well, who's going to run sound for us? The guy's like, you don't want my fucking PA? Fine. Slams the truck, the bed of his truck. And I'm like, whoa. God damn. And I said, oh, I said, we were told we were going to be provided sound. Well, you're provided sound. Do you not want it? Fuck you. I don't have to be here. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. And I just like walked away. Yeah, and then like my guitarist, he's my guitarist is he's like he's a counselor, so he's like handling the situation, right? And uh, he talked to the guy, and then, then like they all brought the PA stuff over, and we set it up. It was a DJ PA, so it was a little PA, uh-huh. two outgoing speakers, one microphone, great, no monitors, nothing was mic'd up. We played out outside in a little cove on this thing, and they made us play. You're like you start your set at 5 p.m. when doors open. Okay, and uh, you can play for an hour, hour and a half. I'm like, we got 40 minutes. Yeah, right. And they're like, fine, but you will be starting when the doors open. If you start five minutes after doors open, you might as well not play. Jesus. So we played. We played in front of our, we played maybe in front of 10 people. 
Nobody showed up when doors opened at Nonpoint. Of course. And Nonpoint was sound checking while we played. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to meet Nonpoint. That's cool. We got linears, little lanyard little thingies, you know? Right, right. Uh, non, it says Nonpoint support on it. So nice. that's fucking cool. And we met them, and they were all very, very nice people. That's awesome. And, well, I didn't get to stay. My wife was really, she had the flu, and she was pregnant with my son at the time. Right, so right. I, so that's... <laughs> I, I bolted after we played. Yeah. And, uh... And then I ended up seeing him again. That was like in June of 14. And then I saw him in December of 14 at Montage in Rochester. And it was them. Uh, had P.E. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank at the name of this band. They were a Sativa. Okay, Sativa, yeah. they're not a band I've, anymore. I've seen them. From Rochester. Those guys yeah, fucking rule. seen them a couple of times. And actually. I forget who else was on that show, but it was a fucking amazing show. And then, and then to think three years later, I was on that stage opening for fucking head PE. Right. And that's, uh, I'm, I'm seeing Nonpoint at Montage next Tuesday. Yeah. The first band I ever saw perform at Montage Music Hall was Inherent Vice. Yeah! I had never set foot in that <laughs> venue until the night of that head PE show. And oh. I remember, like, riding up with Dan and Misha, and uh, we all had, like, custom Inherent Vice t-shirts. Oh, I was touched. It was touching. <laughs> and we, uh, you know, posted a picture, and Brian's like, you fucking poser, you can't do that. Like, uh, you can't wear the shirt of the band you're going to see. And then Head P.E. is all wearing Head P.E. t-shirts. Shirts. Oh, yeah. Like, like uh, yeah, you want to tell them that? <laughs> you know? Like, hey, I don't care. I don't care, but they gave us a shout-out. Even if they did read it off of the stage list. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't care, but they gave us a shout-out, and they said they wouldn't be able to do this show if it wasn't for the local bands busting their asses uh -huh. as hard as they do. Head P.E., stand-up dudes. For sure. Um, yeah, actually, I had... Uh, Nonpointed posted a thing on like Instagram where they're like, "Hey, you know, when was the first time you saw Nonpoint?" And I'm like, "Well, I guess I kind of have to answer this question, don't I?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, the first, you know, the the first time, like, the only time I've seen you guys so far is there was like 50 fucking people at Town Ballroom in Buffalo, and you brought us all up on stage and took requests all night. And like, yeah, we remember that show. That was actually pretty cool, <laughs> you know. Like, man, that's so. That's two shows you've gotten to go on stage at a ballroom." Um, Less than Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> well, I, I've I've been on the town ballroom stage a few times because I've seen Goldfinger there twice, and they're always like, "Everybody, come up on stage and sing Superman with us." <laughs> uh, I've only stood on the stage of town ballroom once. I it's it's like my bucket list to play there. It's like sure. I would do absolutely anything to perform on that stage once. Sure. And uh, I went. To go see, I know you didn't like them when I referred to you the music of the, the early November. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, I was a guest because uh, I know Ace Enders, who's the lead singer of that band, mm -hmm. and he invited us to come. So it was me, my wife, and my two daughters. And when we got there, uh, he's like, "Just let me know when you're there, and I'll 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 come get you." And I got there, and I said, "Well, we're on the we're on a guest list to come in." And he's like, "Yeah, I see your name there, but this is a in." Your, your kids are too young. You're, you're not allowed in here. And my daughters were standing right there when they said it, and they just broke down in tears because they were so... Because they love the early November. They love mm -hmm. the music. And I was texting with Ace, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I said, they won't let my kids in. You know what? We want to be here so bad. And then I, I'm friends with his wife on Facebook, and I was messaging her. She's like, let me get let me call Ace right now and figure this out. And their tour manager went up and like just laid into the people. Nice. He said, there are guests. They are here on, you know, they're guests of ours and we want them here. So they let us in 
and we stood right next to the sound guy. You know how they have that area yeah. roped off for the by the mixer? That's where we stood. Nice. And my kids just got to sit there and like watch the show end. But like when we went in, uh, the tour manager and Ace came and met us at the front door, and we walked into the ballroom, and he took us backstage. He's like, hey, let's look around. And he showed, showed the kids around the backstage That's area. Cool. And then... Walked up, we walked up onto the stage and then we went upstairs into the green room at Town Ballroom and we were just hanging out up there. And That's cool, man. And so, my and, and like the rest of the band was up there. So, my kids were like, This is the coolest shit ever. And so, my kids get that from me. Like, they're like, This is fucking amazing. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned the uh, you mentioned me being on stage with less than Jake. Yeah. And I don't know if I've uh, have I told the story on the show. You listen, you should know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you did. You did. Okay, yeah. So, I don't want, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to repeat myself too much on the show, but Joe man, Joe's been on the stage with with bands at ballrooms, so he's let's just <laughs> basically he got uh, to go up and drink fucking beer with us and Jake. It doesn't get better I, I than did, that. I did, I <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I was, you know, was, I was still with my ex at the time, and she looked bored, and they were like, "Hey, you look bored. Come sit up on stage." <laughs> Yeah, and I was there at that show, and I didn't even know you then. And you're like, right? I'm like, oh, I love Les and Jake, and you're like, oh, I've seen them, and I saw them with with Real Big Fish. I'm like at Ballroom, yeah, I'm like Streetlight Manifesto, yeah. I was there, and my wife was there. <laughs> no shit. He's like, you know the people that got up on stage, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sitting up on the drum riser, just you know, and their bass player hands me a beer. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm drinking with Les and Jake. <laughs> I'm okay with this. God, I love that band. I've, I've met that. I've met them and hung out with them a bunch of times. Yeah. They're so fucking cool. They're the raddest fucking dudes in the punk rock scene. I actually stumbled upon a picture of me with uh, Real Big Fish <laughs> a couple of days ago. I was just going through some shit and like, oh, hey, that's there. there's me with uh, with a couple of members of Real Big Fish. It was funny. Uh, the last time I went to Warped Tour, I think it was in 2016, maybe, and uh, I, I bought... Uh, a real big fish, like Hawaiian shirt, right? And I wore it to Warp Tour, and uh, I there was this long ass line to meet Real Big Fish, and I just walk up, I'm like, "Nice set, Aaron." He goes, "Nice shirt, <laughs> nice shirt. You look awfully handsome," he said, or something like that to me. But yeah, I've met I've met Aaron a bunch of times. So this last real uh, less than Jake show, the one where I uh, injured myself after the show, they uh, they were like just pointing out people wearing Hawaiian shirts in the crowd. And like every single one that they brought up, because they were bringing people up on stage, and they're like, they're like, hey, that's a really cool Hawaiian shirt. And then you know one of the other members is just like, yeah, it's a real big fish t-shirt. It's a real big fish shirt. So like half the people in the crowd were wearing those real big fish Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, they they've sold a couple different ones, but I got the first one they ever did, and I played. Right. I've played one show with it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll wear it this weekend. <laughs> maybe I'll wear maybe I'll wear Saturday. I'll see. We'll see. You you wear yours and I'll wear my uh my my one fish, two fish, you know, red fish, real big fish t shirt. We'll, we'll, I'll, we'll just, I'll, let me go into my closet. I think, I think we'll I just go all this. out with the real big fish theme. <laughs> just yeah. for the hell of it. Yeah. Just just for something to do. <laughs> we we're the furthest thing from ska music, but it's pretty funny. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's either that or I'll wear a Hulk Hogan t-shirt. So. <laughs> yeah. What you gonna do, brother? What if he shows up and you're wearing a real big fish shirt instead of a Hulk Hogan shirt? You should have it as a backup. I, I think I'll put it in my bag. Because you know, <laughs> you know I'm gonna bring my bag. So I'm gonna yeah. bring my camera and all mm-hmm. that shit. 
I'm gonna have my bag with all the flyers and everything in it too for the for the next show. So yeah, I'll 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 pack that Hulk Hogan shirt and my BWO shirt since I did invite Stevie Richards to the show too. Stevie Richards, dude, that'd be so cool. Yeah, he'd be like, "Oh, you saw me in DDP Yoka. Why are you so fat?" Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man, but yeah, like I I've been a huge like I wear BWO shirts whenever I go to wrestling. So like like. And that's been a tradition of mine since WrestleMania 24 in Orlando. Like, so for like a decade, I've been wearing a, B- a BWO shirt to like almost every wrestling show I've been to. So it's like, yeah, okay. Um, Stevie Richards is in town, but uh, I don't get to go to his show. So <laughs> maybe I could get him to come to mine. Oh, he's showing me the picture. He's got the, the real big fish shirt on, and he's playing. And it's funny, that's the, that was the first time when we opened for Mustard Plug at Mohawk Place, and there was a <laughs> guy there. He looked like me almost. He uh, he was wearing the exact same shirt I had on at the, at the at the show. Really? I was wearing this. I was wearing that at Warp Tour, and I ran into him at Warp Tour. Wait a second. <laughs> no, this was before Warp Tour, so I wore this shirt to the show, and that guy was there. And I wore this to Warp Tour, and the guy was at Warp Tour watching Real Big Fish wearing the same fucking shirt. And we're like, hey, you know, fucking hit him. Dude, I was so fucked up during Real Big Fish. Like, I, I, I was smoking weed and I was drinking, and I'm just like uh, in the pit and just like, don't puke and don't pass out. Don't puke and don't pass out. Don't puke and don't pass out. And just like, I survived through Real Big Fish, and I was like, all right. I'm not drinking for the rest of the day or smoking any more weed. I'm just like, was that at Warp Tour? Gonna enjoy the show. Yeah, that was at Warp Tour. <laughs> that was the first time I saw the Interrupters. That was last last summer. Uh, no, that was the summer before. Oh, two that years was, ago. Two years ago. That was the same show you were at. But we didn't see each other. But apparently, yeah. we did not see each other. Yeah. I uh, I rode up with Meredith. Uh, I hung out with my buddy Brandon, and then I hung out with my friend Kat for most of the day because Meredith was taking pictures and whatever. She she saw me. Uh, she took a picture of me when I was when I was uh, watching Less Than Jake. I never saw the picture, so she never posted it, and never shared it with me. But I was just like standing front row against the barricade, singing my heart out because I just I adore Less Than Jake. And I, she's like, "You look so cute." I'm like, "What?" She's like, "You were singing your heart out like nobody was watching." I'm like. You have no idea. I love Less Than Jake. I absolutely love them. I've seen Less Than Jake at least four times, and this is, but this last time was like the first time that I went into it, like actually knowing anything, because I never really like listened to them. So like, so like, even the the time where I got up on stage, it was just like they've been around since the late eighties, man. I know. And I'm just like I don't, I don't I don't really know any of this stuff, and that's how we ended up getting up on stage anyway, because we knew all the real big fish stuff, right? And we were there for real big fish, so you know we were just kind of sticking around for less than Jake, because my friend that was with me was huge into less than Jake, and so now like this last time I we'd been listening to just like you know ska radio on google play which is playing like real big fish and less than jake and like you know all those bands like that and it was just like so i knew a bunch of the songs going into this one i'm like okay cool like i'm i'm mildly prepared for this show (laughs) yeah less i should just get a jump drive and fill it with less than jake for you yeah i i've uh oh wow he's got the picture of him and the guy (laughs) <laughs> both wearing the real big fish shirt <laughs> oh god 
Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that was, uh, you know, it's more fun for me when I actually know the music. So so to to see less than Jake this last time was just like, oh, man, okay, I'm I'm ready for this, and I, I won't look bored this time. <laughs> Did you go to, uh, was Goldfinger and Real Big Fish at Ballroom? Yes, I did. I, I, I do believe... I've seen them together. I don't know if it was at Ballroom. I saw them at Snow Jam in 2001. I did see them at Snow Jam. And then the next time I saw them was like... it was Snow Jam was in 2001. And then we saw... Uh, it was me and Jason Gardner, my bass player. Yeah. We saw them in 2001 when we were in high school. And then 10 years later, we saw them together at Town Ballroom. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen them together twice. And so I'm I, sure this, they've toured together a gajillion other times. I'm, uh, the second one had to have been Ballroom. Um, but yeah, I saw him at Snow Jam. It was me and my buddy Sean went, and uh, just, like, that was a crazy two days. <laughs> I, only, I, only, I only went the day that Goldfinger and Real Big Fish played. I didn't go the other day. I'm pretty sure we went both days. Um, I remember getting kicked in the head during the Real Big Fish show. Oh, I was in a monster circle pit during during Real Big Fish. Well, I mean, you, you've you've probably. I mean, I rant all the time about crowd surfers. I got I got somebody somebody dropped on my head, like I got kicked right in the head on top of the head during Real Big Fish, and I was like gonna sleep it off on the bus ride home. But some little girl was singing Alicia Keys at the top of her lungs. It was adorable. <laughs> it was adorable, but it's like fuck, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I I just want to sleep. <laughs> But yeah, we, we did both days of uh, of Snow Jam. I got to meet uh, Beautiful Creatures, which was DJ Ashba's old band. We're really not using this computer much today, apparently. <laughs> it's the well, second time the screensaver came up. Well, nobody's blowing up your Twitter. So this is right. also true. <laughs> or my Facebook, really. It's just been, no, so-and-so likes your... Uh, you know, like The camera's your... the only one who messaged me, so I'm like, nobody else is messaging me on Facebook, so maybe nobody's listening live. Yeah, I just uh, Cam's the only one that's messaged me too, so that's uh, <laughs> we we have one listener, folks. At least yeah. one listener, and <laughs> just the rest has just been like so and so likes your page, thinks so, Joe. <laughs> that's cool though, man. That's cool, man. I appreciate it because now maybe it'll uh, translate into people watching my YouTube shit. <laughs> maybe, yeah, I'm... yeah. So that's uh... I I'm like I was talking to to Dan Twist about this. I'm like I'm just excited, like especially like uh, this. Uh, this weekend, I'm like all the bands on this bill. I've never played with any of them before, so I'm excited to to you know meet all these people and uh, play in front of a different audience. Uh, that's the thing I was saying. I'm like I play a lot of shows with my friends, so it's usually the same people at the shows. Not that that's a bad thing. That's a great thing to have like friends that'll just come out and support you. I I told them I'm like you know we've been at this about three years in here advice, and I said we're stuck at like this ten ten people who support us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, we just need the right show to like set us, to get us noticed a little more. I'm like, but it's, I can bitch up and down that you know not a lot of people come out to shows. You guys did a, you guys did a bunch of shows with uh, with Harry, as you yeah, just filling did, in on drums for you. We How many? Four, we did four shows with Harry. You did four? I think I was at all four of them. You were at three of them. Was I at three of them? I, did, I knew, uh, yeah, I knew I was at a majority of them. We did Mohawk Place. Uh, opening for mustard plug with Harry. We okay, did, that was the one I wasn't at. Right, we did head PE with Harry. We did uh, evening star with Harry. You were at that, mm-hmm. and then green jello with Harry. Right, Mohawk. So yeah, you were you were at three of the four shows. Yeah, that I, played. and I remember you were like, "This is our fourth and final show with him." And I'm like, "I've been in three of those." Like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's 
Like, that's pretty cool. Like, I, 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 I apparently see Inherent Vice, like, every time they play. <laughs> Which, and and the, the fact is, and we were talking about it last week, and I know you, uh, you know, you messaged me, thanked me for the kind words and everything, but I absolutely yeah. mean it when I say every time you guys play, it is better than the last time. I, and dude, I get verklept when I hear you say this shit. I mean, <laughs> I just, I do it for fun. I mean, it's just, it's just what I do for fun. It's like. Inherent Vice is just something that happened. It's it's just it that's that's all it is. It's something that happened. Like it wasn't planned out. It's like I was in moments end, and then that ended real real ugly. And then I took some time off because my son had just been born, and I joined Iron Soul. And I loved playing with those guys in Iron Soul, but it was like an hour commute in the snow, mm-hmm. back and forth. I'm like I didn't get a I didn't get along with the world singer very well, so I just cut ties, and I'm still. I'm still incredibly close with all of them in Iron Soul now. And then we tried to get Moments End back together again. Just tried, you know, for old time's sake, try to just give it one more go. And a lot of the same shit was happening, so I just called it a day. And like, but like, uh, my one of my best friends, Caleb, who who used the original lead guitarist for Inherit Vice, he he was uh, doing the second Moments End thing because he had tried it before and he really wanted to do it. So he was in it. And then uh, my brother in law, Josh who's the original drummer for Inherent Vice. He was in Moments End with me. So we we were, we, you know, we did a couple jam sessions with Moments End and then ended. And then like, well, this sucks. Because like, we finally started jamming together again. Like my brother-in-law, Josh, Caleb and I, and then uh, Jason Gardner, my, our, our bass player, he inspired me as a kid. Like I, he, he's the reason I ever picked up an instrument. Mm-hmm. So like I always used to play bass and then like his band was ending. He was in a, a cover band slash original band like they did covers and some originals sure and they were ending and he's just like why don't we jam together i'm like are you are you serious yeah so i'm like well i guess i gotta buy some guitar shit (laughs) and and then it just spawned from that and we just it was it was just the four of us jamming from like may of may of 15 until and then caleb left around october early October foster joined late October early November and we just went we just went and and you know just kept, started playing you know we were a band for almost a whole year before we played a show and then you know because we wanted to we wanted to be halfway decent and you know we gave it a good go and uh, Josh had left the band uh, a little over a year ago Josh left and Harry jumped on so we didn't have to cancel any shows mm-hmm and now uh, John Ritz, he's been with us. Uh, July will be a year he's been with us. So, like, we've just, there's been a lot of ups and downs with it, but, like, we just, you know, there's days when I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to do this anymore, but then something happens, and, like, mm-hmm. we start writing a new song, and it, like, really just resonates with all of us, and we all get super excited about it again. I mean, the thing is, we don't practice that much. I'm like, maybe in a month we'll practice twice. Right. And... We have practice tomorrow, tomorrow night for this Saturday show, mm-hmm. and it's the first time we were playing any of these songs since March 10th, our last show, because all we did was write for our new song for when we went in the studio. Right. This new song uh, that we wrote, uh, that was just our focus. That's all we practiced when, we, uh, when we'd get together the last month and a half. So I, I constantly say that you guys get better all the time, so... When we first played you on the show, it was a demo you guys did in what, like a garage or something, right? Like my basement. Just, you, my basement. You self-recorded in your basement. 
Yeah, J uh, Josh had a little uh, interface and some Pro Tools, and yeah, we we did a little bit of recording with him. It, it, it was not that great, to be perfectly honest with you. Now, later on... They were, they were like demos. Well, later on, you guys had a, uh, a live version of a song, and I was like, you know what, we're going we're gonna to give Inherent Vice another chance. And I played this live version of the song, I'm like, this is not the same band. Like, there's no way that this is the same band that was on that demo we played before. Because it was just leaps and bounds better. Then you guys put out Peaks and Valleys. And we've played that entire album on this show yeah. over, the, over the course of uh, since you put it out. Yeah. And that entire thing is just so good. And now you've just released this brand new song. Yeah. And it's... It's so good, like, and I listened to it once, like, after you sent it to me. I listened to it once. I walked out to the living room, and I heard the song playing. And I, Karina was watching, uh, you guys had, a, you guys put out a video of you guys in the studio. Yeah, John's son, uh, JJ, uh, he was hanging out with us the whole day in the studio, and he was just shooting us while we were recording, and he, he pieced it all together for us. And that was pretty cool. And, like, as soon as I walked out, I'm like, hey, that's the new Inherent Vice. And it's just like, it's so good. And it's just, like I said, everything you guys do is better than the last thing you did. And and just, I am so looking forward to seeing you this Saturday because it's just going to be the best Inherent Vice show ever. Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> because I, hope, every, I hope we don't fucking suck for you, Joe. <laughs> every, every Inherent Vice show I've been to has been the best Inherent Vice show ever because it, they're just better every time. You keep improving. And it, it's just incredible. That means a lot to me, and I, mean, I can't even, you know, I. It's and, and, not a lot of times when I don't have words, but when somebody <laughs> says something nice about me, I don't. Not a lot of people say a lot of nice things about but me. But so if somebody does, it's it's touching. And I'm not the only one that feels this way. I I was going through my on this day, and I mentioned this on last week's show. Yeah, I was going through my on this day, and there was something about like going to see Inherent Vice, and Drew from the Long Cold Dark said exactly that that you guys get better every time you play. Yeah. And and if anybody's a long-time listener and anybody has listened to Peaks and Valleys and has not yet heard this new song, tell me if you think this is better than Peaks and Valleys. This is a brand new song from Inherent Vice. You want to intro it? It's your song. Sure. Uh, this is our new single, Should Have Been You. Here it is. Here on the Think So Joe Show.
Vice on all WNY Radio. Think so, Joe Show. That's the new song. Yes, that is the new song. Should have been you. That's available on your Bandcamp. You can get it for free. Yeah. Our whole discography is for free. Well, all six songs. All, all six songs. They're yeah. free. I mean, free music. I mean, yeah. we're, getting, we're getting a few streams, but like, not the downloads. Nobody's downloading. Mm. It's free. Free. I I, I already have the. Uh... <laughs> yeah. You sent them all to me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. This is gonna be a cool show on Saturday. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I love I love playing out. It's 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 stressful trying to get people to come to it, but once I'm there. Just oh, that once you hit the stage, it's just such a rush. If there's five people, if there's fifty people, it's just a rush to hit the stage. Absolutely, and let's 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 hope for closer to fifty, so we don't have to pay the venue. I agree, (laughs) especially since I'm donating my portion to charity. So we want to make sure we get as much as we can. Oh, I'm sure there'll be people. I'm just I'm just saying. No, I I I would imagine so. I'm gonna turn us up slightly just a hair there. My old band played plenty of empty venues when. uh, The forum. Every time we played there was empty, except for like once, maybe. I have definitely played at least one empty venue. So, <laughs> um, couple. Well, I, I would say like I've played plenty of shows where it was just us and one of the other bands. So like we we did uh, Fast Freddy's and Depew that go kart place. Oh there. my god! I used to go there all the time and race go karts. So we that was my first time ever driving a go kart. It did not go well. Anyway. And you played a show there? We played a show there. No shit. Yeah, it was us and a band called Medicated Silence, uh, whose name last week I could not think of. <laughs> uh, but yeah, us and Medicated Silence, and um, it was us, Medicated Silence, and like a handful of people that came with them, and we drove through a blizzard to get there. And all the way the fuck out to the pew, right? So it's like... Dude, I know all about blizzards and shows, man. My birthday show was a blizzard. Yeah, no, we were talking about that earlier. We had... Uh, <laughs> We had the ice storm, the last all WNY show, the one at Tudor. So, oh yeah, yeah, but you said that place was packed. That place was packed. We it was crazy because it was like, I woke up to texts like, "Is this show still happening?" From the bands, like wondering if like, uh, should we drive through this? You know, I'm like, uh, let me just check with the with the venue and just make sure, you know, and. I messaged Chris and he's like, "Yeah, I'm. All, uh, yeah, I'll see you there." Like, okay, cool, <laughs> you know. And uh, so I messaged all the bands. Like, yeah, we're still on, guys. I'll see you there. And uh, you know, it uh, it started off kind of slow, but it it filled up in there, and it was, uh, you know, for people to brave that weather and just, uh, you know, you can find that on the All WNY uh, YouTube channel. You find the uh, sh- the videos from that. Just see, you know. I, I kind of had to hold the camera up above my head to... Tudor's just a fun place to play. I mean, <clears throat> every show I've been to there, it's been quite busy. Uh, I hate to say, but like in Heron Vice, we headlined a show there, and it was it was pretty empty except for the bands. <laughs> uh, but it's always fun to play there. Like, I've only played there twice, and like I haven't I haven't played there in almost two years, and I, I got to get back there. I haven't, it's, it's just so much fun. It's just such a fun little spot. It is. It's... it's, and, and, it's and with Chris, I, I, and Chris when, with Chris or Allie slinging drinks, man, it's just it's just a good my time. my only thing is I always feel like I'm in the way. Yeah, <laughs> especially if you're closer to the door, like you're on the side stage, right where people go outside. Yeah, if you're close to the stage, you can you can definitely feel like you're in the way in that place because the door is right next to the stage. Yeah, so I've I've definitely uh, had my share of of like. Okay, I'm I'm just trying to stay out of the way here, you know. Like, I want to enjoy the show. I've seen the Dreadnecks there twice. 
I'd love to play. I'd love to play yeah. there with the Dreadnecks. We'll, we'll try. I'd love to play anywhere with the Dreadnecks. I, 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 I just. Yeah, I'm always down for a Dreadnex show. I say it, and I'm pretty sure Adam Malone says it. They're just, they're just the best band in the world. I don't care who your favorite band is. Until <laughs> until you see the Dreadnecks, there's no band that compares live. We did stamps with them a few months ago, and Grant ended up under the stage. I was there. Yes. Yeah. You're at everything, man. Just, I can't tell you any stories because you've been you, you you were at the thing with me. Like Yeah, that was a, that was a fun night. We had the Scarecrow show. When uh Showplace reopened briefly, uh we played there with the with the dreadnecks and yeah. Grant went under the stage and pulled out a shop vacuum and was like running around with a fucking shop back <laughs> and it was just oh my god it was hilarious there was you know there wasn't many I mean show place holds 820 people or something like that and only 50 people came through the door that night there are there are two bands that nothing they ever do will surprise me and that is the dreadnecks and wyatt coin <laughs> i played a show with wyatt coin i played I played the dreadnecks CD release show with wyatt coin yes i was there in the scarecrow <laughs> show in long I, cold dark I was there. In fact, I missed. I think I missed the Scarecrow show at that one. That's when you went to get food. Because I went to get food, right? I was going to leave during Wyatt Coin because I was starving. Wyatt Coin was like the second band you guys played, and then I think yeah, we played first. I think Wyatt Coin was right after you. And Grant's like, "No, dude, you have to see Wyatt Coin." And I saw Wyatt Coin, and the next thing I know, I'm booking them on a show, and uh, which I don't think they ended up playing that show, but. Or maybe I'm confusing them with uh, Janie Crash and the Tall Man. I, I don't know. But they've both canceled shows on me at points uh, for various uh, reasons beyond their own control. Um, but uh, anyway, I've, uh, yeah, I, I'm never surprised by anything White Coin does. We The last show I saw them at was um, a benefit for the uh, Buffalo Irish Center, which is a few blocks away from here. And uh, they started off the show, here's some swords. Here's some uh, inflatable footballs. Here's some silly string. <laughs> Go nuts! <laughs> so, it's just crazy show. I'm uh, like, I'm over there like dousing uh, 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 Ian from Cardboard Homestead in silly string. <laughs> I went to I went to a coin show at uh, Nietzsche's. So, so did that influence you to do the balloon thing? No, we've been doing the balloon thing since. Oh. Uh, when do we we did the balloon thing for the anniversary last year? Uh, was the first time we did it, and oh. then we we constantly do that at stamps. We don't really do it anywhere else, but we constantly do it every time we do stamps. Which you know, finally, the last time we played stamps, the the bartender Jen, she's just like, "Oh, so you're the asshole that makes me have to clean these things up all the time?" Like, yeah, I guess I am. And so, like after the show, I'm just standing there and I'm watching it. You know, I'm like, I, I see. Uh, Chuck the sound guy going around and throwing all the throwing all the balloons in the garbage and popping them. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fucking help. So I'm going around picking up balloons, throwing them in garbage. Like, all right, I kind of feel bad now, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we do that mostly at stamps. But Wyatt Coin, I saw Nietzsche's. Um, they were opening for Dirty Smile, and uh, they're like, who wants to come up on stage and have a sword fight? So like. There's me and, like, six other people up on stage at Nietzsche's with, like, foam swords having a sword fight. And uh, I, I remember walking up Allen Street, uh, heading towards, uh, you know, downtown. 
and these these two lesbians walk up next to me and they're like why sir i believe you have a sword in your pocket <laughs> it's like uh yeah i was just at a rock concert over at nietzsche's there and uh <laughs> The band had us have a sword fight, so you know. Did that Nietzsche's when we when we did your show at Nietzsche's, like oh my god, like the weather, it was awfully shitty the week before, but then it had semi warmed up. So you know, in the in the twenties or thirties, it warmed up, <laughs> and those sidewalks on Allen Street were just oh, they were so slippery because I was going out looking for food, and there was this <laughs> this burger place I wanted to try that I heard was so good, and I went there and I said. Uh, I walked past it. I even had uh, Google Maps open, like with the foot traffic option. So I'm walking, so looking at where the hell am I going? And uh, I get there, and I, uh, I'm like, just, just one. You're looking at 45 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> just me, just one person. I'm waiting 45 minutes to eat. 45 minutes to sit down. I'm Jeez. like, oh my gosh. So I walked back and got wings at DBGB's yeah. across the street from Nietzsche's. And right. I just, oh my god! Yeah, we, uh, I, the night of that Nietzsche show, you, uh, you had messaged me like, "Hey, man, we're here, and yeah. we're just, <laughs> I'm home." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, my shower just exploded. I'll be there whenever I can." And I'm like trying to find the shutoff valve for my water because like there's water everywhere, and I'm like trying to get a hold of my landlady, and I'm like, "This is like, no, there's water flying everywhere, and like it's flying out." Like the side of this hose, and Karina's like trying to grab a bucket. Like that was it helped. Success. I mean, for as shitty as it still was, that was a pretty successful show. There it was, was yeah. A lot we, of people there. We did pretty well. Hey, you didn't show Karina in the song break. I did not. <laughs> Shh, I'm not sharing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the you. you uh, your wife was kind enough to yeah. uh, to hit up the local Dollar General there and yeah. and pick me up some of these. Orange vanilla cream Oreos. I haven't opened them yet. I was M&Ms, actually M&M's, not Oreos. Uh, M&M's, you're correct. <laughs> uh, it's it's usually Oreos with the wacky flavors. Yeah, I'm gonna open them right now. Actually, I'm gonna try oh, them on air. I yeah, I'm gonna do it on air. So this is uh, this will be a testament because I do or die time, folks. Karina actually brought me home from Arby's a uh, creamsicle milkshake. Milkshake. Good. They're good. Oh, it was really good. I was uh, really appreciative of that. It was a large, so I was like, yeah, okay, cool. All right, here goes. This is, I'm I'm gonna try these on air. So <laughs> all right, let's do this. Dead silence. I'm doing. Yeah, they taste just like a creamsicle, man. They they they're good. Yeah, not bad. No, that's good. <laughs> I had um. I I was every time I would go into Tops, they've got their like weird Oreo flavors, like right over by like where they have the eggs and shit. Really. Yeah. Oh man. So like I w- and and that's always the way that I go when I go in because I always go like right through the dairy section, so like right by the cheese and all that. And they had like this cherry cola Oreos. Ugh. Right. You know, and I'm I'm like I am not interested, especially after that mystery flavor fiasco where it was like fruity pebbles or what the fuck ever. Right. Like that shit was. I had one of those, and I'm like, nope. Oh, but man, I getting weird. But I got I got my kid, and she was, like, talking about these cherry cola Oreos. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to try them. And they only had, like, two packages left. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to buy them before, any, before I can't buy them anymore. And, um, and I had one, and I'm like, 
Yeah, okay, no. The the this was not a good idea. Just give the rest to your daughter. I, and that's exactly what I did. I I said, "Hey, you know, I bought some of those cherry cola Oreos and I don't like them." So, I like them. I said, "You can take them home with you." <laughs> Cuz I like they were not uh anything special. <laughs> I think Doritos, didn't they used to do mystery flavors? I don't recall mystery flavor Doritos, but it was uh, well, I'm dating myself. It was at it, least 10 years ago. It, it, it's entirely possible that they did. And I I I would get them and I would I uh I thought they tasted identical to like a double cheeseburger from Burger King. <laughs> it tasted exactly like it to me like i could taste the pickle and the ketchup and the mustard and the beef and the cheese it just it was wild i would probably like that because i like burger king burgers they so. were, dude they were they're i mean i don't eat that shit much anymore but no neither oh, do i God, they were dynamite dude yeah. <laughs> they were dynamite back then it's rare that i that i hit up fast food so i eat burgers now but i'm eating them in moderation i'm yeah. eating one at a time like <laughs> no no more two burgers at once you saw me today, I was eating two hot dogs, but yeah, that's... That's yeah, not bad. That's not horrible. Not Matt, not doing, like, Kobayashi or Matt Stoney stuff, I mean, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> two yeah, hot dogs I, is fine, Joe. <laughs> I, I literally was like, all right, I need to eat before the show and, and before Nick gets here, and I, I literally got outside, fi- I was firing up the grill as you pulled up. You're early, <laughs> dude. The traffic, <laughs> the traffic on the way here is outrageous, and it was bad enough when I came. I couldn't even imagine once I hit the rush hour. I was, and I was expecting you to be early. I wasn't expecting you to be like 90 minutes early. I'm like, that's the thing, man. I am overly punctual. My, <laughs> you know, my, you know, I, I was, I never served our country. I was never in our military, but like my mom always raised me. You have to be early. If you're on time, you're late. And that's like a philosophy of the people in the military. Uh-huh. And that's just, I hate being late anywhere. So like before going anywhere, I make sure my kids, my wife are ready. I'm like, well, we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> See, Karina's got her. All of her clocks are set like five minutes fast, and it's like, it's like, how do you know what time it actually is? The on her phone, probably right. No, her phone is fast. You can set your phone fast. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you can. Actually, you know what's funny is uh, a coworker of mine and myself noticed that our phones were showing different times. And I realized that mine wasn't set to connect to the server to get the time. So I actually went in and I set it up to connect to the server to get the time so that I would always have the right time. And then I started dating Karina and her phone is always like five, six minutes fast. And I'm like, do you want me to fix that for you? She's like, no. And like all of her clocks are fast. And I'm just like, "How?" I asked her the other day, I'm like, how do you know what time it actually is? And she said exactly what you just said. If you're on time, you're late. Like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, so, like, we set all our clocks at home to our cell phones. <laughs> like, like, I mean, yeah, that's that's what like, I try to do. Like our microwave, and we've, we've got, you know, we've got my, a battery-operated battery big old clock in our living room. My so. stove is set to my phone. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, you know, we have a, a clock in our bedroom, so we know, you know, what time the kids are, the Braden's getting in bed with us. How, how late did he sleep in his own bed tonight? <laughs> So the the clock in our bedroom is Karina's, so it is like seven minutes fast. So I'll like look at it and I'll be like, oh man, you know, it's almost time to get up. Like, oh no, wait, I have another like ten minutes, you know. <laughs> Which I I guess that's good, but uh, you know, it's it throws me off sometimes because I'm not thinking of like or like 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 we were talking about uh, how how terrible 
WWE's gotten, right? And, yeah. and so I'll be sitting there watching watching Raw, and I'll be like, oh, there's only like 10 minutes left in this show. And then I'll realize, like, oh, shit, that's Karina's clock. <laughs> there's like 20 minutes left in this. <laughs> that's why i don't ever watch live i always watch it off the dvr and fast forward and yeah. after the last pay-per-view i don't know if i'll watch any of them live anymore <laughs> we were uh yeah we were talking during the last pay-per-view because yeah you would mess uh, i don't know if i messaged you or you messaged me but i messaged we were, you like this is awful <laughs> we were we were uh complaining about the fact that the wwe championship match didn't go on last yeah which with that finish can you blame them but still it shouldn't have finished like that, but that's a they, whole different story. They had a match on SmackDown yesterday, and it was actually it was better than their WrestleMania match. That's uh, I, Brian Zane on Wrestling with Regret said that, so I might check that one out. I also want to check out the Seth Rollins and uh, Kevin Owens match from Raw. I heard that was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch either of them because it was like, ooh, they're in London. Spoilers. Yeah. Dude, like the like I told you when I was watching that pay per view, the only mat, the only one that was good was Miz, Miz and Seth Rollins. It was the only good match on yeah. the card that night. I don't disagree. I, I, I kind of enjoyed the women's the Raw women's title match. No, it was no, it was the SmackDown women's title match. Carmella and Charlotte. You enjoyed was, the Carmella match? There was I, no chemistry, no nothing. I thought they told a shit. I you thought it told a story. I thought they told a good story. On, <laughs> I don't know what the hell. I I fell asleep. Okay. And woke up, and that was the match that was on. It's like, oh, okay, this is kind of entertaining. None, none of it made any sense. They, the way they paced it, nothing. How they haven't stripped her of the belt yet is beyond me. And then I went back and I, I skipped the tag team match to watch the Elias segment. Yeah, I remember you saying this. <laughs> I literally like I'm trying to figure out how to do it because like how do I rewind and get back to that? Because he's got an album coming out i saw i, I don't I, know when but i want to get it yeah i heard him talking about it on table for three yeah i watched that too i i've been looking forward to that and as soon as i saw that that was the one that was going to be on i'm like i'm watching table for three before i do anything he's good i i enjoy him he's hilarious he's a he's uh when he first started coming coming in on on raw most weeks i'm like oh <laughs> yeah no I exactly don't know about, i don't know about this guy and i would I would, e exactly. I would well, either do something else, look at my phone, or fast forward. But then I'm like, all right, this dude's on every week. I got to check him out. And now I just think he's fucking awesome. Well, I saw like the the previews for the show where they were where they were showing like that they were going to play with my baby tonight. Yeah. And my my buddy Andrew J. Reimers, the first time that I had him on, one of the first times I had him on board wrestling fan, I challenged him. I said, I challenge you. To do an acoustic arrangement of With My Baby Tonight on the show. And he came in and he nailed it. And, like, we eventually sent it to uh, to, to Brian James, Road Dog, And he was like, dude, that's better than mine. <laughs> so, like, you know, we I have a connection to that song. So it's like, wait, Elias is going to play that with Jeff Jarrett and Road Dog? Like, I, I have to see this episode. So as soon as I saw that that was the episode, I'm like, yep, I'm watching this. I love that Speaking show. of this... Because <laughs> we got to get out of here. Uh, speaking of this, they are playing. Oh, is your clock set faster? Is it green to set your computer? No, no, no. Okay. We got, we got, we got four about minutes. four minutes, All and right. we got a three minute and 53 second song. So. Oh, we're out of time. Yeah, so we're, we're pretty much out of time here. Uh, so you can catch the band this, this Saturday at Mr. Good Bar, upstairs, in the attic, upstairs. At Mr. Good Bar. At Mr. Good Bar, 1110 Elmwood Avenue. Uh, and this is going to be on that show, Inherent Vice of Night and Light, Archers. It's going to be a killer show. I'm donating my portion to MS Research 
So like, come on out, have a good time, have a good, enjoy, you know, hang out with good friends it's at good bar, yeah, good bar and, and, and all that fun stuff. And this is a track from the band This, uh, and it's called Bitter on all WNY Radio Think So Joe Show, and I'll see you next week. Whenever the song starts, there it is.